Hello and welcome to the Collapse Experiment. And today we are talking about killer robots. That China wants killer robots to fight the next war. That's that's what's happening here. I'm not feeling all that well, so I don't know how long this uh, broadcast is going to last, but uh, I will do my best to get through some of these articles that I have uh, collected over the weekend. And um, to get started, let's let's uh, go right into the killer robots, because who knows, maybe this is how China is planning on uh, invading Taiwan. I don't know. Or perhaps this is what they're going to resort to after they do so. Ah, WTF is going on. Yeah, killer robots. So, uh, this article is through the Epoch Times. War grips the world and, most, and the most powerful nations on Earth. Go to battle once more. This time, however, it is machines that do the killing, operating free from all human oversight and accountability. Uh, That does not sound like a good idea. It's a grim picture of future conflicts, but one that the Chinese Communist Party is nevertheless working to make a reality. How about they put some of that AI technology in this and then it like turns on them and we kind of just sit back. (laughs) Uh, The CCP is investing in artificial intelligence, enabled platforms that it hopes will one day conduct lethal missions in wartime, wholly without human input or control. Uh, Yeah, that doesn't sound dangerous at all. Gregory Allen, director of the Wadhani Center for AI and Advanced Technologies at the Center for Strategic and International Studies says the regime is moving well beyond any attempt to keep a human in the AI decision-making loop. This does not uh, impress me. This is uh, really irresponsible on their part if this, if this is actually true. Uh, I gotta ask, what has China ever done to you? They took our gerbs. That's, that's what happened. All of our gerbs went over to uh, to China. Yeah, and they, in exchange, gave us a bunch of cheap crap that doesn't last, that ends up in our landfills, and uh, puts other businesses out of business that used to make superior products but cost too much. So, yeah, um, I've got a, a bit of a beef with China. So, And uh, I'm, I'm also pissed off that the second uh, new version of Red Dawn originally was supposed to be China invading the U.S., which I find to be pretty freaking accurate as to what might possibly happen within the next hundred years. And uh, it was Chinese investors that were like, hey, no, 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 you you can't do that about us. You need to change it over to North Korea for because that makes sense. A tiny country like North Korea is going to cross the Pacific and invade the U.S., Who the hell thought that was a good idea? Oh, the Chinese. You think China did that? Well, I believe it was China and uh, the the rest of our government with horrible economic uh, policies that did that, especially during the 90s. Who was in office during the 90s? Hmm. Yeah, so we had uh, a lot of abundance during the 80s during a recession, which was kind of weird. Then you had the 90s, where a bunch of our jobs are being shipped overseas. 
And then a bunch of people have to end up joining the military and going to Iraq and Afghanistan because there's no jobs here. So what do they do? They sign up, which uh, actually stopped a draft from happening. So yeah, an economic downturn tends to push people to uh, risk themselves for idiots in charge in order to get a paycheck. So yeah, um, getting back to this story, China is pursuing uh, development of AI-enabled lethal autonomous weapons. Uh, Alan wrote in a prepared testimony for April 13th hearing of the U.S.-China Economic and Security Review Commission. And uh, that is where China is heading. Um, They're showing some of the drones that we have. Uh, Oh, wait, is this Chinese? This looks like one of ours. Picture taken 2017 shows a Chinese-made Wing Long 2 drone on display during a Dubai air show. And it looks a hell of a lot like our drones. I'm not surprised they really love stealing other people's technology. It is not China's interest to have that information in the open. Let's see here. Military decision-making without humanity. Yeah, this is uh, not good. If you join the military to make money, I will contend that you are, in fact, a mercenary. That's what our whole military is. Uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much what there's really no difference from the military and like let's say blackwater i know blackwater doesn't exist anymore it's had two or three different names since then but you understand the point hired mercenaries uh the only difference is uh the u.s government does not pay well to join their mercenary force uh as a uh hired soldier and uh the private companies pay a hell of a lot better, and you don't really have to worry about going to court if you do something stupid overseas. So moving on to other topics, uh, this one really um, came out at me when I saw this this morning. Israeli whistleblower with info on Biden. Corruption disappears in Cyprus after saying Biden regime wants to bury him. Uh this is almost like the people that said that they had information on uh, <clears throat> that might lead to the arrest of Hillary Clinton. <laughs> uh, this is through American greatness. An alleged Israeli whistleblower who is an expert on energy security has gone missing in Cyprus after claiming in a tweet that the Biden administration was out to bury him. In February, Dr. Gal Foot Lut. Luft, Gal Luft, uh, the founder of the executive director of the Washington-based Institute for the Analysis of Global Security, was preparing to reveal damning information about the Biden family's international business exploits to Congress when the Biden Department of Justice had him arrested on weapon trafficking charges. Yeah, I, uh, this is not uncommon here, so... I'm not surprised that they would try to charge him with some other crime in order to get him to shut up. Um, Found a recent article about James Gordon Meek uh, a day or two ago, and uh, I'm I'm leaning more and more towards uh, he didn't do what they're claiming he did, and it was just a 
legal attempt to shut him up on whatever it is that he was researching at the time. So um, this does not surprise me uh, that this guy put a tweet out and then all of a sudden he's being arrested for weapon trafficking charges. Uh, Luft reportedly told the FBI in 2019 that the Bidens informed a Chinese energy executive that he was the target of a federal investigation, allowing him to flee the country before he could be arrested. We've never heard that story before. <clears throat> Remember the Bin Ladens being flown out after uh, some towers came down? According to the Luft lawyer, uh, the Justice Department is retaliating against his client with trumped-up and false charges. Never heard that story before either. Luft was arrested in the Larnaca International Airport on February 16th after Interpol issued an arrest warrant against him on suspicion of arms trafficking to China and Libya. Well, didn't we liberate Libya and China? trafficking to china i didn't know we had any embargoes on china i don't uh that one just seems kind of weird according to the cyprus mail the whistleblower was boarding a plane for israel when local authorities arrested him luft was also accused of lying to the fbi and violating the foreign agent registration act also known as fara so um, this one keeps coming up. It's almost like if you have a phone call with a foreign government, you have to be registered or some crap. Um, this thing keeps coming up over and over again, and it seems like everyone has some type of engagement with a foreign government in some way. According to his arrest warrant, he's facing up to 96 years in prison if convicted of the charges. Luft, a former lieutenant colonel in the Israeli Defense Force, confirmed his arrest in a tweet two days later. I've been arrested in Cyprus on a political-motivated extradition request by the U.S. He wrote on February 18th, the U.S. claiming I'm an arms dealer. It would be funny if it weren't tragic. I've never been an arms dealer. Luft continued, DOJ is trying to bury me to protect Joe, Jim, and Hunter Biden. The 56-year-old added, threatening to name names. Dude, just tweet the names, seriously, because uh, that may be your only way out of here. Uh, Dr. Luft is a whistleblower. Luft's American... Attorney Robert uh, Henock told the Washington Free Beacon back in February. Henock said prosecutors ignored Luft's information and are instead targeting him with trumped up and false charges. The attorney added, "The unfortunately, this unfortunately appears to be part of an attempt to discredit a witness and critical information about an ongoing congressional DOJ investigation." I. I think that the weaponization committee really needs to uh, get this guy on the stand. That's what I'm hearing. Uh, there's more to this article, uh, although it just keeps reiterating the same story. So I'm not really seeing anything else that uh, pertains to... Soon after that tip-off, Yi offered Hunter $1 million to be his private counsel and flew to China, leaving his wife, daughter, son, mother, and nanny in his $50 million penthouse at 15 Central Park West. 
Okay, so not only did the Bidens warn this guy he was under investigation and flew back to China, he offered Hunter Biden $1 million to be a private counsel and left his family in the U.S. You know who else is a whistleblower? That would be Julian Assange. Yes, he's he's the whistleblower for the whistleblowers. Uh, I I feel bad for that guy. So, uh, yeah, uh, an Israeli whistleblower, it's almost, is that anti-Semitic? Ah, man. Yeah, so, uh, apparently, um, it's okay to, uh, arrest whistleblowers as long as they're Jewish, is what I'm getting from that. Uh, California defaults on $18.6 billion in debt, saddling employers with the expense I wanted to check this one out because I didn't know who the employers were that they are referring to. So California's recent decision to not pay back some $20 billion borrowed from the federal government to cover unemployment benefits during the pandemic will fall on the shoulders of employers. Okay, so they handed $20 billion out from the federal government to be paid back by the state of California. And now the employers who gave that to their employees to keep their businesses open have to pay it back. Oh, man. The state should have taken care of the loans with the COVID money it received from the government in 2021, said Mark Joff, policy analyst at the Cato Institute, a public policy think tank headquartered in D.C., blah, blah, blah. Uh, this story is also, it looks like it's uh, Epoch Times, but they are not sourcing the information here at Zero Hedge. In the state's proposed 2023-2024 budget, $750 million was allocated to start paying down the loans until Governor Gavin Newsom nixed the provision in early January, leaving businesses in the state responsible for the loans as mandated by federal regulations. <laughs> All right, yeah. Uh, do, 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 do. So that the federal unemployment tax rate of 0.6% will increase by 0.3% per year starting in 2023 until the loan is extinguished. California is just not really an employer-friendly state, said Joff. This one thing will not be a difference between a business remaining open or closed, but it's just another burden on top of many burdens the state puts on employers. So that's that's cute. Uh, the state of California borrowed money from the federal government. They handed that to businesses to stay open during the pandemic. And instead of paying that money back, they're saying that the people they gave that money to have to pay it back instead, putting businesses, some of them like restaurants, which have a very small uh, profit margin, uh, in even more debt. So basically, they just killed their own economy. This is actually kind of beautiful. <laughs> like, I really hope these businesses just pack up and, and freaking leave, start somewhere else. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I see a lot of these businesses probably filing for bankruptcy uh, due to this policy. Uh, Assange is a journalist. Interesting time to be alive. Yes. Uh, 
I don't necessarily agree that Assange is a journalist. I believe that he runs a website for the purpose of whistleblowers to post information. Uh, he also, he doesn't go through the information like a journal, journalist to create a story or make sure that it's, one, pertinent, and two, not going to endanger the lives of other people. He posts everything. So um, I don't consider Assange to be a journalist. How old were you when you found out uh, about Crazy Horse 18? Uh, young enough to not know what the reference to Crazy Horse 18 is. I've had a beer called Crazy Horse. Uh, <laughs> I'm not uh, found out about Crazy Horse 18. I guess that's something I'm going to have to look up later. So, anyways, uh, that was another article, and I've got time for one more. Let's see here. Was the Tucker takedown a deep state hit? Well, we don't have to read that one to figure that one out. Uh, I covered that one last time. So, let's get to the Amish. I'm going to close out with the Amish. Pennsylvania Amish kept true to their traditions. Then, the government came. Yeah, this is another one through the Epoch Times. Among the, among the historic Amish settlements in southeastern Pennsylvania, faith, fidelity, and long days working in green fields are the root of traditional farming. Together, they support, to nourish, support and nourish a community and culture steeped in biblical teachings in Lancaster County, west of Pennsylvania, or west of Philadelphia. Uh, the Amish told, hold, oh man, I cannot freaking speak today. The Amish hold fast with many of the old ways. Their primary means of getting around is still horse and buggy. They use herbal remedies for many common ailments. The Amish of Lancaster County are also a humble and private people. Many Amish do not like having their photograph taken or name publicized. Yeah, they, they don't really keep records. Uh, they don't believe in photographs uh, or having pictures of family members within their homes. Uh, kind of, I, I guess it like takes away from their focus on God or their their duties um, possibly turns their um, ancestors into deities in a way I guess their primary means of getting around let's see here I already read that shunning pride and vanity their experience they experience a particular joy and satisfaction in living close to the earth free of the stress and pressures of outside worldly entanglements Many Amish still speak German dialect called Pennsylvania Dutch, living and conducting themselves in an uncomplicated manner. Traditional clothing, long dresses, aprons, bonnets for women, trousers, shirts, jackets, and hats for men, distinguishes them from the world of the English, the term used to denote non-Amish. The peaceful simplicity of Amish life has its allure and also everyday challenges and economic realities interacting with the larger society around them. It's funny because they seem to be pretty economically stable. Some small multi-generational farm owners like Jesse Lapp, 
try to adapt to these influences through agritourism and diversification in the, into the trades while still passing their wisdom and traditional farming methods down from generation to generation. Okay, so where does the government come in here? Today, Miller, 45, is at the center of a U.S. Department of Agriculture lawsuit accusing him of violating federal food safety laws. You mean the one that created obesity and a bunch of health problems for the last 30, 40 years? Those stupid laws? There have been financial penalties and threats of jail time over selling non-federally inspected and erroneously labeled milk and meat at Miller's organic farm of Bird in Hand, Pennsylvania. Bird in Hand? That's one heck of a name. Miller views the case as government overreach, targeting small organic farms to regulate them out of existence. He's not wrong. There are many farmers that would like to continue to be farmers, Miller told the Epoch Times. It is our culture. We love farming. But the food system is also monopolized and regulated so that we can't be true farmers. You can't make a living on the farm. Let's see here. Horse and buggy transportation keeps the community anchored in its local geographical base. I, Yeah, I, I would agree with that as somebody who travels around delivering stuff. There are diversified farms using more modern tools, the owners say. We sort of we sort of die hard using older technology. If you're a farmer in the Amish community, you get up around 4.30 or quarter to 5. Uh, there is more to the article. I'm going to guess that is at the Epoch Times, and I'm kind of skipping around here, but... Yeah, it's, uh, I've read this story before. Um, this guy, he's got a traditional way of doing things. Uh, the federal government, the FDA in particular, comes in, says, we don't agree with this. You're putting people in danger. He's like, hey, I've got a private club. People pay to be in the club to get this particular merchandise that they want that they can't get at the store because you assholes don't allow it. If they want it, they should be able to buy it. Yeah, you, you you legalized weed, you, right? The the states have started to legalize weed all across the country, and just like that, the federal government is like, no, 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 that's that's not legal with us. Organic farms, uh, milk in particular, that's not legal with them either. Um, there's ways to get around this, and they're just being assholes about it. Like, if you're worried about, I don't know, polio, for one, like, you have an Amish community. Okay, so, you have an Amish community here. They don't believe in vaccines. None of them have the polio vaccine. None of them have polio. And they're drinking the milk from these cows. So, if they're fine being not vaccinated, if that's the issue, if something like polio is the issue, and these people are not contracting the disease... The cows are probably fine. You could probably test the cows on a regular basis and they could still offer their product to the community who wants to buy it. But they don't want to work around that. They just want to have these strict laws, shut them down, be a bunch of assholes, because that's primarily what they're good at, and uh, run these guys out of business. So, 
Yeah, they're basically saying the Amish cannot be Amish anymore and they have to modernize in order to stay in business, which is complete and utter bullshit. Uh, I would argue that is highly unconstitutional, but hey, we have a government right now whose power comes from that piece of paper, but they want to get rid of it. They get rid of that piece of paper, we should probably get rid of the government at that point. Write a new piece of paper. And whoever decides they're not going to follow that piece of paper, get rid of them too. So yeah, um, I'm going to say leave the Amish alone. And uh, I like the Amish in my community. They they make some damn good food. Um, the only issue I have is uh, they don't <laughs> they don't take debit cards. <laughs> they only take cash. Uh, which is kind of a hindrance. Uh, I, I think they could probably make more money if they did switch over, but I'm not going to force them to. If I don't have cash, I can't buy their product. Um, that's really an issue for them, not me. So if I want their stuff, I'd go get some cash. But anyways, that is, I believe, the last article I have on here. There's the James Gordon Meek one, but I believe that is just a completely separate topic of what is going on here kind of ties in with the Israeli whistleblower but um anyways that's about it for me today these Amish will likely survive the apocalypse exactly it's one of the reasons I moved up here because when that stuff when the power grid goes down when nobody's coming to save your ass um (laughs) I have somebody to trade with I'm glad we shared this special time. Me too. Because now I have to go to work for the rest of the day. I'm not looking forward to it. I'm not feeling well. So uh, hopefully it's kind of a laid back day. It's Monday. I doubt it. So anyways, hope everyone is doing well. Great live as always. Thank you over a pipe. King of the live feeds when it comes to the... uh, uh the pipe channels on youtube the the ytpc and uh that's that's a heck of a compliment coming from him so uh if you want to know what a real live feed is like that's highly entertaining has a bunch of special effects and features and uh some some drunken debauchery at times um check out over a pipe especially on is he are you still doing your friday night shows i i i work friday evening so i never get to catch it so that's uh that's my bad but you you yourself might be able to catch it fridays if if he's still doing it so go check out over pipe and uh that's about it for me today keep on typing